Welcome to this Technocast, brought to you by the National TUPSSO Franchise Owners Association. I'm Shirley Burns, here with you again this week. Well, we took a break from our printing series of Technocasts so that everyone could focus on our exclusive Peter Ebner Techno series, the webinars and associated Technocasts, that we held over the summer. Now that those have wrapped up, this week we are right back to it and we are continuing where we left off with our evening out at the pubs with Matthew Parker, who you will remember, he's a print sales coach based out of the United Kingdom, hence the pubs. This is the third in his series of articles that he put out earlier this year, wherein he and some friends were out having an evening to catch up and enjoy a few drinks, and being sales geeks, they began to see interesting parallels between what was happening in the pub and to their print sales techniques. And again, though his perspective is print sales, these ideas could apply to many of our products and services. If you missed the first two of the series, you can still hear them on our Technocast page. The first was titled, Don't Give Your Customers Too Much Choice, and discussed traps we frequently encounter when trying to give options to our customers that have the inadvertent effect of creating confusion and possibly the loss of the sale instead of what we need, which is clarity and value. The second was titled, How to Stop a Prospect from Buying, and it dealt with avoiding industry speak and other jargon when talking with your customers so that we can have a more engaging and productive conversation. Today we have the third article, and it is titled, How to Create Better Print Profit Margins. We've put a link to the original article in the show notes, so you can always go read it there for yourself if you like. Again, it is very short, so I'm going to just read the article to you in its entirety and then present a few thoughts after. Here goes. Have you heard of a beer bat? A beer bat is a small wooden plank with three holes in it. Each of the holes holds a small glass of beer, usually one-third of a pint. The idea is that instead of having a large glass of a single beer, you get to taste three different beers. I like to try lots of different types of beer, so when I went to the bar, I was delighted to see that this pub offered beer bats. I ordered one and was surprised, but pleased, to find that it cost exactly the same as a pint of beer. Now, I think the beer bat was underpriced. The bar staff had to pour three different beers and write their names on the beer bat. All this takes longer when they could be serving other customers with simpler needs. And there is more washing up as well. I would have happily paid a little bit more in order to try three different beers rather than having a single pint. Most people who purchase a beer bat would feel the same way. After all, it is beer enthusiasts who would go for this option. These are the people who will typically pay a premium for their beer, as you will find out in a future article. Yet this pub was reducing their profit margins for precisely this audience. Printing companies often underprice their services. This pub seemed to be working on a standard markup for the beer they sold. Whether they sell a pint glass or a beer bat, the cost of the beer is the same. Many printing companies work on the same basis. All of their work is on a standard markup 
no matter how difficult the customer or how complicated the job. However, the impact of different jobs on a company can be huge. Think about how long it takes to deal with an organized, efficient customer compared to a disorganized customer that likes to query every detail. Shouldn't you apply a higher markup to the disorganized customer simply to cover your costs? It's the same with different types of jobs. Some work will be easier for you to deal with. Other work involves substrates that are more difficult to run or more setup time or having to oversee the outsourcing of work. Naturally, some printing companies don't see things this way. Surely you have to sell cheap to win work these days. Think about the work you really want to win. There is still enough demand for printing that you don't have to deal with everyone who comes knocking at your door. Consider if you really want that job that is 50% outwork, or if you want the customer who makes you jump through loads of hoops and then becomes your slowest payer. So how do you put all this into practice? This week's action point is a little more complicated. It is worth looking at both the work you sell and the types of customers that you deal with. You will typically find that you already have a group of customers who pay you a better profit margin for the work you do. You may be charging higher prices, their work may run more efficiently, or they may simply be quicker to deal with. These are the type of customer that you want to target more when you sell. The next band of customer is not a premium profit margin customer. However, they still create a reasonable profit for you. They are worth dealing with. You may not go out of your way to target more of them, but you want to look after the ones that you have. The final band of customer is the demanding and unprofitable customer. They expect the cheapest prices. They can be a nightmare to deal with. Nobody really likes them, and yet you have often been dealing with them for many years. You should seriously consider raising price for these customers. If they go, they will be no major loss for your company. If they stay, at least you will be making more money from them. Carry out this same exercise with the products you produce. Create three bands of product. It will help focus your sales efforts for the new work. It will also help you consider what profit margin you should be putting into place on different types of work for the same customer. Okay, that's it for the article. Here are my additional thoughts on the topic. This one hits a little close to home for me, especially the part about the demanding and unprofitable customer. Starting out on our print journey, I was literally learning everything as I went along. And so it was often the case that I didn't charge for setup of a document or for layout or cutting. When you don't have a full understanding of the work involved, it is very difficult to state your fees with confidence and stand your ground when the customer objects. So in order not to face that hassle, I would just do the work and just charge for the printing. After all, I was learning how to do it and so in my head, I was thinking that it was a fair trade-off to give the customer the great price in exchange for that education. I still have many of these customers today, and I still find myself chained to giving the same low pricing. 
and I'll admit, sometimes it grates on my nerves, especially when they drop by and want the work done while they wait. But that's when I need to take a step back and say a word of thanks that the customer still trusts me with his or her projects after all these years. And know that I have gotten better about charging more appropriately for new types of products that I introduce to these customers. The other thing I learned to do is to ring the product up at its real price, then discount it to the customer price. This serves two benefits. It lets the customer know, at least in a subtle way, just what a great deal he or she is really getting from me. And it helps me remember what I charged them the last time. <clears throat> now, the other thing that comes to mind in reading this article is that over the years, as I have gained confidence in the value that I provide, I still never like to have that conversation where I discuss charging for setup of this or cutting of that. As a real weak spot for me, I have so appreciated the conversations on the forum that address this topic. It seems stores across the association have many different philosophies on this. Some itemize every step with a price for the customer. Some itemize but do not present the itemized list to the customer. And others just charge margin over clicks and paper for the print and charge separately for any design work or finishing. In my case, what I found worked for me is to just build in those fees right into my standard pricing. That's one reason why our association catalog is very roomy, shall we say, in the pricing. Because for the most part, the pricing assumes that you are going to have to do some minor tweaking or setup of the files, and in the case of the cut pieces, certainly the cutting. It makes it easy for me or any one of my associates to have the conversation with the customer. And it makes it easy for the customer, too, because he or she knows up front what the pricing will be and what the finished product will be. I'd like to wrap this up with one more thought. Even though our processes get more and more streamlined and efficient every day as we get better at Photoshop or buy a faster printer or an automatic cutter, still we must not forget the value that we are providing to our customer. What used to take me 10 minutes to fumble with in Photoshop to set up and an additional 10 minutes to cut to size, now literally one click in Photoshop and a press of a button on my cutter. But just because I've streamlined and improved my knowledge and technology doesn't mean the value of the work should be any less. So for example, while a single copy might cost 10 cents, even though it is barely any extra work to do, taking that and, and making it a set of four postcard-sized flyers on the same paper might be, say, 16 cents. It's the same cost of goods, but the cut flyers command a higher price, not just because of the required extra steps of prep and cut, but because the end result, the postcard-sized flyer or the handbill, represents a higher value-added product. Remember, even customers with decent office printers can make their own copies, but they aren't usually so great at creating nice postcard-sized flyers. All right, that's it for today's Technocast. Thank you for listening, and I hope you'll join us again next week.